Today we are going to be talking about the truth about social media. You probably are the perfect culprit for what we're about to talk about today. So, I, Lindsay Frederick, promise to tell the truth, the full truth, and nothing but the truth. The truth about social media is majority of us are addicted to it. And I actually did my own little survey and the results just from my personal Instagram shows that over half of the people that interacted with that do think that they're on social media too much. Over half have made efforts to try and stop and over half were unsuccessful. That is proof of some sort of addiction. I think one of the scariest things that we're in a place of is that it's a socially acceptable addiction. I'm not here to be like, oh, social media is all bad, yada, yada, yada. Like, I actually love social media. I love the opportunity it presents to reach so many people every single day. I don't really have many friends at home. So my social media is like how I keep up with them and how they keep up with me. My job is on social media. So I don't dislike social media, but I do think we need to be aware of how it's affecting us and how we can steward it better so that we're not having these negative effects. Let's just talk about addiction. Uh, there was one study that stood out to me. It was a study that was being done on Generation Y, so that would be anybody born in the 1980s, 1990s, to see if they were addicted to social media. And the generation admits that there is a need to limit their social media time, yet they can't seem to commit to doing so. That generation was struggling with three areas of addiction, and those were salience, tolerance, and then mentally struggling with relapse. I think it's probably even more drastic of an effect on generations that are coming later because they're growing up with it, you know? So salience is a thing that we find appealing because our identity is being satisfied within that. That just shows that this addiction is more than just like, oh, I just wanna scroll or anything just like physical. It is actually an addiction to our identity and who we are. That is a very dangerous place to have your worth being centered upon or even just being affected by because it's a fluctuating thing. And girls, I will say we are more prone to this. As I was studying, we are like 46% or some like ridiculously high number to be more prone to um, the negative effects of social media. This is something I struggled with for a long time of like, what does my Instagram look like? How am I coming off on social media? Am I getting enough likes? If I ever went to a social event, I had to take a picture to show that I was there. And the way I would dress, I would want to dress to look good so that I could post a picture later on my Instagram. And then especially when I was traveling, it almost took away from some of the experiences I had because I was so stressed about getting the pictures and capturing the moment just so I could show everyone that I was doing it. And it was like, what? Why? Why does it matter? Like, I should be enjoying this moment here and now, not caring about what 500 people that I'm never going to see or probably talk to about this experience think about this experience I'm having, right? And that was a really challenging place to be because if I didn't get enough likes, it was like, oh, that, like, something about that wasn't good enough and just archive. You know, you guys should see how many posts are in my archive because I just, like, in my head didn't deem them good enough just because of the response they were getting. And, like, that ultimately affected, like, how I viewed myself of, like, oh, I must not be pretty in this picture. Or, oh, like, they don't care about what I'm doing. Oh, I'm annoying dumb things like nobody ever commented that nobody ever said that but that's the conclusions i come to based on this addiction i have to find my identity in social media proverbs twenty nine twenty five says 
Um, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. John 5.44 says, How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from God alone? Why do I bring up these verses? Because the only one we should be seeking our identity from is a God that is steady and loving and who will always provide for us in full. And then also we have built up a tolerance to it. It takes more to satisfy you. It takes more likes to satisfy you, more comments. And that is actually ruining our attention span because if we're not instantly gratified, we scroll. I think the average like wait time for my generation is like seven seconds. If something's not loaded in seven seconds or whatever, they're gonna be gone. How is it affecting us physically? Blue light is the type of light that's emitted through electronics. And so when you're on social media, you're exposed to blue light. And this blue light actually stimulates your mind and causes you to uh, have like running thoughts and also keeps you awake. So if you are on your screen before bed, it can actually be causing you to stay up later and to not be able to sleep. So if you're having trouble sleeping, I would encourage you, it's advised to do like an hour before bed turning off screens. Even if you're not using it before bed, because it's a stimu stimulating your brain, you're more prone to think about what you're seeing. So then comes the whole side of, okay, you're probably more prone then to have thoughts that are comparing yourself or those negative thoughts that might be evoked by social media. Fun fact, the more negative the post, the more popular. If that doesn't say anything about how social media is being used today, I don't know what does. How it's affecting us mentally. I do not think that it's a coincidence that our depression and anxiety rates have just skyrocketed in the past 10 years. What else has skyrocketed in the past 10 years? Social media apps, technology, the amount of social um, platforms we have online. Fun fact, millennials, millennials were revealed to be the most anxious generations. A 2018 report from Blue Cross Blue Shield found that diagnosis of major depression has risen 47% for millennials in 2013. Y'all, that's alarming, that scares me. There's so many things that do contribute to depression, anxiety, all those mental health issues. And it is very hard to study and find direct links and causes, but there are multiple studies that show that social media is tied to depression and anxiety. And actually one of the studies showed that if you are spending more than an hour a day on social media on multiple pl platforms, there was uh, proven to be a dissatisfaction in life. Those people were also more affected by those addiction symptoms. Obviously depression and anxiety have so many contributing factors as to why, why a person might have that, but some of the leading causes are like negative thoughts about oneself, loneliness, and those are things that are evoked by social media. So I guess the question I wanna ask then is how much time are you spending on social media? There's a way you can check, it's called screen time and you can tell, it'll break down apps and show you each app and how much time you spend on it daily. And then you can also put limits on that. So like for me, I have limits on all my social media apps that are 25 minutes a day. I really would encourage you all to implement some type of change. And if you're having trouble actually quitting, that is just a sign that you need to quit even more because that is again a sign of addiction. There is a way to steward social media well. I'm not saying there's no hope and it's all negative. I, I guess that whole thing that we just got kind of done talking about would be like the effects of using social media in a negative way. So how can we steward it better? Again, I mentioned putting those time limits on, monitoring who you follow, 
Um, a good tip for this is like follow people you actually care about and that you know personally because then you're less likely to compare yourself for, to them because you, you genuinely want the best for them and it like brings you joy to see their posts. So like maybe not supermodels and gym gurus, like those are probably not evoking the best thoughts. Really take, take into consideration like the posts that you're seeing, the posts that you interact with most, and like what, what kind of emotion they're evoking in you. Let's say a really good way to see what role social media is playing in your life is to see what you are posting. Are you trying to prove yourself? Are you trying to paint your life as very pretty? Are your captions ones that are trying to evoke jealousy from others. Your caption kind of tells your intentions with the picture. And so I, I kind of started doing is telling stories of like, hey, this is what life is like here. And this is what we did today. This is why I really like this picture. And this is why I'm sharing it. You know, I think that's a healthy way that you could go about it if you're seeing that your intentions aren't the most edifying for others to be viewing your profile. And then also a, a tip is to not engage as much. One study showed that the more you engage, the more then that that social media is going to influence your life because you're going to have a bigger uh, stake invested into it. Also, that will decrease the amount of tracking and internet data that they, the whoever is running that kind of stuff can collect on you. And that's just a whole nother kind of scary subject. They are collecting data on us based on what we like, things we search, the posts that make me not have the best thoughts about myself or my life. So those are the posts that obviously get the most engagement. The more negative the posts, the more um, engagement it gets. The data that Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, whatever it is, is collecting knows that those are the, the posts that I engage with and they want my engagement. They want me to come back to their apps. So they give me those posts and they show me those posts, right? So the best way to have that not happen is just to not follow those um, websites and those profiles in general just so that you don't even have a chance of seeing them. This is all just like very surface level basic. There's so many studies, so many books written about this and I would just encourage you to really watch your screen time. Maybe go on a social media fast even. You'll find yourself being more present with the people around you and probably happier with who you are. This is a learning process for me as well to not be caught up in this um, the numbers game and the how many people are seeing it, but truly to do this because I love it and because I love spreading truth about all these subjects and bringing truth ultimately about God to our world. So that's why I do this and that's what keeps me going and I really do appreciate everyone who watches and shares and engages. Um, so I hope that this is beneficial to you and I hope that you will go on a social media fast and just start monitoring that as well just because I want a better life for you guys, right? All right, that's it. That's the truth about social media. And yeah, there'll be more next week. New music coming soon. And then hoping to do some more fun, like creative videos and testimonials. So I'm so excited to release that to you guys. And yeah, stay tuned.